You are a warrior. If you are a human being, there exists within inside of you a warrior. The warrior is an archetype. In Jungian psychology, Jung talks about archetypes and think of archetypes as like symbols, international symbols. It's a symbol that we all understand. So when you think of a warrior, you get an idea of what a warrior is just based on your own interpretation of what you've seen in what a warrior is, maybe on TV, movies, that kind of thing. So we all have an idea of what a warrior is. And so an archetype is this sort of iconic representation of that thing. And inside us as men and the masculine energy, we have four archetypes. Those archetypes are the warrior, the lover, the magician, and the king. And over the next couple of days, I'm going to go through each one of these as a little bit more in-depth and detailed study for you. But understand that all four of these things have purposes and all four of them have shadow sides to them. And today I want to delve into the topic of the warrior. So the warrior is, when you think about mythic literature, the warrior's the hero, the warrior's the one who is the conqueror. He's the fighter. He's the one that goes out and captures the kingdom, slays the dragons, rescues the princess. The warrior is bold and brave and courageous. And the warrior follows the leadership of the king. So when you think about a warrior and the warrior inside yourself, the warrior inside of you, its purpose is to do several things. One of them is that we are a protector. We're a protector of ideas. We're a protector of people. You're a protector of your family. There is a strength inside of you that emerges when you feel a threat or someone you love is being threatened or an idea that you have, an ideal that you have is being threatened. The warrior naturally starts to emerge. And we think of that warrior as maybe his anger energy, and that can be part of it, but the warrior is really the strength. It's really the part of us that goes out into the world and protects the people. The second thing a warrior does is a warrior's disciplined. A warrior trains for the war. He's out there every day. So in peacetimes, he's training. Back in the day, when I was about 18 years old, I decided to join the U.S. Army and I became a military police officer. And we were trained in combat. We were trained in warfare. And we were also trained in discipline and being disciplined. So when we weren't at war in peacetimes, we were constantly training. So as a military police officer, on the days that we weren't patrolling the base and taking care of protecting the base, what we were doing is we were training for those times that we weren't in the patrol car or we weren't out in the battlefield. So the warrior is disciplined. He trains continuously. So one of the things that you want to be able to do in invoking your warrior is to invoke that discipline. The discipline can be the discipline of getting enough sleep, the discipline of eating right, the discipline of exercise and being fit, the exercise, the discipline of mental strength, the discipline of spiritual strength, that there is a discipline 
that happens and the warrior is the one that embraces that. Think of David Goggins. Is there a guy who personifies the warrior spirit more than him? Probably too much. This guy is like constantly always training. Stay hard. He's out there running marathons and combat boots and a broken leg and he's winning all kinds of competitions and stuff like this guy is hardcore warrior. The second thing that a warrior, excuse me, the third thing that a warrior does is seeks wisdom. Okay. So the warrior doesn't act on his own. The warrior seeks the direction, the wisdom from the king. And I'll talk about the king later, but the warrior, warriors oftentimes were philosophers and poets that part of the warrior's job was to seek knowledge, to know how to do warfare. Think of Sun Tzu in the art of war. This is a warrior who was cunning and wise, and he sought to know how, know his enemy and know how to defeat his enemy. And one of the things as warriors we do is we have to seek the wisdom to know and how to defeat our enemy. And sometimes those enemies are internal and sometimes they're external. But if you're a warrior, you want to become wise. The warrior poet, I think is a great additional sort of archetype of the warrior. The warrior poet was a warrior who was trained equally in warfare and poetry. And that what he did was he wrote poems that inspired the other warriors into battle. And that's always really spoke deep into my heart. In fact, I have on my wrist here, tattooed warrior poet to remind me of my own warrior poet, that part of what I do when I'm alive, I am out inspiring others into the battle because you know what? Life is hard. That's one of the reasons I do these videos is to hopefully inspire you to get out there and be your warrior. The warrior, the fifth thing in the warrior is he's a guardian of trans transition. The warrior plays a role of guiding younger members into the transition of adulthood. I think one of the things that we've lost in our society is rites of passage. Uh, when I was going to school, I wrote my thesis on rites of passage and the need for masculine rites of passage in our culture. That's something that's been lost. We need to train and transition our young men into the fullness of their masculinity and their own warrior spirit. And the sixth thing a warrior does is he stays humble. He's a servant. He serves others. He's not out for the glory himself. He's out for the higher good. He wants everyone to be protected. He sees himself not as a powerful figure who should be worshiped, but rather a humble servant and all of his actions reflect back to his servanthood of the king. And again, we'll talk about that later. The second thing that we want to talk about, or I want to talk about with you when it comes to the warrior is that there is a dark side, a shadow side to the warrior In Jungian psychology, Carl Jung talked about the shadow and the shadow is that part of ourselves. That's that darker part. It's that part of the ego. And so there are two shadow sides to the warrior. And the first one is the sadistic bully. Now, this is the warrior who goes out and is looking for glory, is not out there 
protecting, but he's just being aggressive. He is looking for the pursuit of dominance. He wants to control and harm other people. He's courageous, but rather than really being driven by protecting and serving, his courage is all about going out and getting the glory and dominance for himself. He wants to conquer above all. Rather than protect, he wants to conquer. The second shadow side to the warrior is what's called the masochistic coward. And this is the guy who doesn't want anybody to hurt. He doesn't want to, he's afraid of his sword, so to speak. He isn't able to understand that this power that he has inside of him is something that needs to be wielded. It's something that he needs to learn to skillful at. And so because he's afraid of his own power, he cowers away. He doesn't protect others. He doesn't stand up for others. He doesn't do anything that might put himself in harm's way because he's a coward. The opposite of courage is cowardice. So if you're not acting in the strength of the courage, you're acting as a coward, you're shrinking away. So when you think about this archetype, like what comes to mind for you? Where are you at? Are you in your shadow side? Are you the sadistic bully or are you the masochistic coward? Are you practicing the things of the masculine warrior of being a protector and being disciplined and focused and seeking wisdom and understanding that this is part of you and your purpose in your world, that you're a humble servant? Are you guiding other guys, younger men? Are you coaching? Are you helping other guys in their battle? Are you being a warrior poet? So today I just want to encourage you to go be your warrior, practice your warrior today, become skilled at it, go out and conquer the world, not for your own glory, but for the glory of your king and your kingdom. Because what you're doing, and we'll talk about this when we talk about the king later, is you're building a kingdom. And I want to save the king till the last, because I think it's the most important, but The warrior is helping the king build his kingdom. So you can build your kingdom by your finances, by your family, by your friends, by your, the company that you keep, but you are as a warrior building a kingdom. So if you're young, if you're a young guy, like this is the time of your life to go out and experiment and try things, start a business, be an entrepreneur, be a coach, be a leader. Go out and practice. You're going to fail. We all do. But one of the things the warrior does is he gets back up every single time. He gets back up. And I think that's the thing I love about the warrior spirit the most is the warrior doesn't quit. When I'm thinking about like my training in the military, the most important thing I learned from that experience was that I can handle hard shit. I can handle being in deprivation, sleep deprivation, food deprivation. I can be out in the middle of the mud and the blood and the yuck and crawling through all of that shit. And I can make it through. I can persevere. 
the point of being a warrior is not that life is going to be easy, but that life is going to be hard and that you're going to strengthen yourself by being hard. That's what David Goggins is always in his videos with stay hard, stick hard. So as you go out in your day today, practice, be the warrior. My greatest hope for you is that you go out and you build a kingdom that you build a life that you build something that lasts for generations that you're building a legacy. You know, if you're an older guy like me and you're just starting out as well, it's fine. Guess what? You've been living this life of quiet desperation. You've been living in that sort of masochistic piece, the masochistic coward, not showing up. It's okay. Now's the time. Stand up. Maybe you need to stand up to your boss. Maybe you need to stand up to your wife. Maybe you need to stand up to friends, people that aren't treating you well. Maybe you need to set some boundaries in your life so that you can protect the kingdom. As you're building the kingdom, protect the kingdom. One of the things that the warrior does the most is he protects the queen. Right? If you think of chess, the game of chess, you got the pawns and the knights and the brooks and, and all the other stuff and the knights. What is their number one job? It's to protect the king, but also you got to protect the queen because she's the one who has the most power. So internally, as we're masculine and feminine, internally, what I want to be able to do is protect those places inside of me that are the queen, the feminine energy. There's a strength in that. There's a mobility in that. So protect your queen and protect your queen out here. So if you're in a relationship with the feminine, the warrior's job is to protect the queen. So if you're married, if you have a girlfriend, if you have a mom or a sister or whatever, you have feminine energy in your life. Part of the masculine's job as the warrior is to protect the queen. Anyway, I hope you liked this video. If you did, please subscribe, comment, and tomorrow I'm going to talk about the lover and I will see you then.